the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Would you like some cheese with that wine? Seriously, how can anybody watch CNN, especially a straight man? <clears throat> Maybe I shouldn't say, but anyway. Uh, did you see what Brian Stelter <laughs> tweeted the other night? Uh, I don't know what night it was. Maybe Saturday. He said, uh, last night I hit a wall, gutted by the death toll, disturbed by the government's shortcomings, dismayed by political rhetoric that bears no resemblance to reality, worried about friends who are losing jobs, kids who are missing school, and senior citizens who are living in fear. <clears throat> I crawled in bed and cried for our pre-pandemic lives. Tears that had been waiting a month. Have you ever heard his voice? <laughs> Tears that I had been waiting a month to escape. I wanted to share because it feels freeing to do so. Now's not a time for faux invincibility. Journos are living this, hating this, like everyone else. Of course, journos are also getting paid to do so this stuff and, and say ridiculous things like that. Remember what? Remember when um, network newsmen had strong, authoritative, masculine voices? You know, Walter Cronkite, Peter Jennings, David Brinkley. Can you imagine Walter Cronkite saying that he crawled into bed and cried because of the news? Uh, Walter was a reporter, by the way, during World War II and actually covered bombing missions in Europe. And he was not doing it from a computer. You know, this was World War II in the 40s. He was on the plane that was dropping the bombs and could have been shot down. But the pandemic has driven Brian to tears. That's where we are now. Well, then there's Don Lemon. He's upset. He's also from CNN, in case you didn't know. And he's also upset about the demonstrators calling for an end to the economic shutdown. And you're protesting against uh, uh, you're you're slapping the faces of the people who are the healthcare workers who put their lives on the line every day because you want a haircut. You want to go play golf. You're concerned about. Of course, you're concerned about your business. Tell the president that. And you're out there with with um, with guns, with with weapons strapped to your chest saying, oh, you want to get you're, you're you're fighting against the people who are telling you to stay at home, trying to save your lives you're upset with those people in the meantime there are people who are keeping your cities going keeping your loved ones alive and you want to get a haircut who the hell do you think you are what is wrong with people i don't understand what is wrong with people stay at home yeah yeah you have the right to protest you have the right to protest everyone does fine i'm sure i will be criticized for this and guess what you have the right to criticize me but i don't want to hear from those people who are out there protesting with guns right and that is threatening a threatening look for people you're protesting with guns don't don't criticize people who are taking a knee for at a, at a ball game and entertainment things like i don't want people protesting at a ball game when people who are peacefully protest don't give me that when you're out there protesting with guns and saying, I want to get back to work, I want my liberty, well, then you should be out there standing up for people who are, and I want to hear the same argument, go out there and help people who are protesting against their government as well for the treatment of their government as well. Oh, boy. That's, uh, that's Don Lemon. Of course, Don still has a job, and um, I, I mean, I, the, the video that, that sound came from, Don's hair doesn't seem to have grown that much. I think he's been able to get a haircut. That's just me. I'm how, how's how's he been getting a haircut? It's been like a month. His hair hasn't grown. What's up with that? But anyway, imagine Don trying to deal with the government shutting down his business that he spent years trying to build. It's happening to a lot of people out there. When we come back, we're going to talk to someone who says government bailouts are nice, but they might not be enough. Stick around.
As a business owner, you're in a difficult position today. Stay-at-home regulations, social distancing, and in some cases, extreme limitations on our individual liberties have caused small and medium businesses to question whether marketing during this time is the right thing to do. You're asking a lot of questions and you're getting few, if any, answers. Salem Surround is here to help business owners during these challenging times. We're sponsoring free webinars April 22nd and 24th, featuring nationally known marketing and advertising experts, Borel & Associates. Named in the top 2% of worldwide consultants by Gerson Lehrman Group. They'll discuss how to manage marketing in times of crisis and examples of how some businesses actually thrive in difficult times. Attend virtually to hear some factual data on what you can do to keep your business top of mind, relevant, and vital to customers today. Two free seminars are offered each day, April 22nd or 24th, and limited space is available. For times and to sign up, go to SalemSurround.com. SalemSurround.com. Well, we're all spending more time at home these days, but somehow the wind and the rain didn't get the memo about shelter in place. This is John Stoggerwald with some great news from Windows R Us Pittsburgh. They've been granted a waiver by the governor to handle any emergency repairs outside your home. If you've had damage to your roof, gutters, siding, or windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can still answer the call. And everything will be handled in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines to keep your family and their employees safe. You may be eligible for free repair or replacement with the area's premier exterior replacement company with over 50 years of home remodeling experience. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers for a no-pressure approach with no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry, a company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Eric Metaxas here. Like you, I'm confined to my home, spending time with my family, and one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith. But what's there to watch? Well, I have the answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, a documentary that explores convincing evidence that the biblical account of the Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world to search for answers to one very important question. Did the stories like Exodus, as written in the Bible, really happen? And the results of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus at Home. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. And immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager and Graham Lotz and me, yours truly, will provide further insight and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, and others in the series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. I'm Andy Solomon. 5G is here. It's the next generation of wireless network technology, and T-Mobile has the first and only nationwide 5G network. And unlike other wireless providers, T-Mobile is giving 5G access at no extra cost. Tech expert Andrea Smith. If you're looking to upgrade to a 5G phone, the new Samsung Galaxy S20 flagship devices are here. The S20 Plus and the S20 Ultra are the first smartphones in the U.S. that tap into the full potential of 5G. They're available today at T-Mobile with amazing deals. These deals are for everyone, even businesses. Get up to half off the latest Samsung Galaxy smartphones via bill credits with an eligible trade-in or snag a BOGO offer with bill credits when adding a line. And only T-Mobile includes 5G in all of its plans. That means anyone can get two lines starting at just $90 a month plus tax for T-Mobile Essentials with 5G included. For more information, visit T-Mobile.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. If you were listening before the break, you heard the rant from uh, Don Lemon of CNN. Well, actually, it was a whine, but but he was upset about people protesting the economic shutdown. Of course, Don sits in front of a camera every night for a few million dollars a year, and he's still working. Uh, and he might feel a little differently if he owned a small business. Lots of them are going out of business. Allison Schreger is a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute, and she's here to talk about what small businesses are facing. Allison, thanks for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. So you say in your piece at the City Journal that um, lots of small and, and medium-sized uh, businesses were in trouble before the virus hit. What kind of trouble were they in? Well, I mean, just with a more global and technology-driven economy, it kind of creates more of a winner-takes-all market where larger firms are just better positions to compete. So what we were seeing was a lot of small firms being shoved out 
and seeing like larger firms dominate the market. Like just think of even in a small town where you might have had a small mom and pop shop. Now you'll have a bigger, you know, Home Depot instead. Yeah. And and what changed for small businesses, though, to to make it uh, tougher to succeed? Um, before or, or, or now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what what was it? I mean, I know that you say that the the larger companies were coming in, but um, they there were there have always been small businesses and big businesses. And well, know, yeah, what's I mean, changed? Just, I was just, I was, sorry. So yeah, just I mean, as I said, the economy involved between you know larger companies were better poised to take advantage of technology and globalization, like making use of global supply chains, better use of marketing. Um, sort of all this sort of just-in-time production. It meant that sort of if you had bigger scale, you could be a lot more productive. And that just made it much smaller for smaller firms to compete. Um, and how long can they survive without opening these, these businesses well, that now, have been shut down? Well, now it's really hard. I mean, I think there's recently a survey uh, that was published in a paper uh, by the National Bureau of Economic Research that a lot of firms don't think they could last more than a month almost half without any revenue. And uh, many firms predict that if this goes on for four or five months without any support, they will go under. And, and uh, you know, you see these restaurants that are, um, I mean, I see them in my neighborhood, restaurants that I go to, and they're trying to do it with takeout and deliveries. And you see that they, they're cutting back hours. It's not working, I mean, for a lot of them. And, I mean, I, I, I've never tried to run a well, actually, I did have a business for a little while, but I wasn't very good at it. But um, I've, I've never been in a situation where I had a business like that, where all of a sudden you had to have enough capital to withstand something like this. And it's it's just, I don't know how, I just don't know what they're going to do, how they're going to survive. It's just that it, you see them, um, they're trying, and it, I just don't think it's worth it. So some places I see, uh, Allison, like pizza shops, the people who make a lot of money on takeout, they're actually, they might actually be making, getting more business now because of this, because that's their, that's their thing. But the, 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 the rest, sit-down restaurants are in big trouble. They are, and it's, I mean, you can't even, it would have been unrealistic to expect them to keep that amount of cash on hand. I mean, these are, most restaurants exist on very tight margins. The idea that they could have ever had cash on hand to survive months of no revenue. I mean, no, who could have predicted for that? They're in a bad place. And it doesn't seem like it's going to get any better. Like, even as we reopen, if social distancing needs to stay in place for at least a year and restaurants are expected to run at maybe half capacity if they're lucky, and before they were barely getting by on very thin margins, it's hard to see how they could survive uh, serving half the customers they used to. And you say that the big companies will still have an advantage when the recovery starts, well, even more so than they did before? Yeah, because if you think about it, different parts of the country, different regions are going to open up at different rates because they've had less of a problem and the virus is under more control. So if you're a big company and you have multiple chains or multiple franchises, then you know you have all these different sources of revenue coming in from uh, and you have better diversification across you know different how, how the virus is playing out and how different different cases are reopening but if you just are like a mom and pop shop you know restaurant in the middle of manhattan you know that's your only source of revenue so you're a lot more exposed and and how does the the paycheck protection program work well, that should provide some relief. Um, small businesses can apply, and if they spend 75% of the money that they get on on keeping their staff or on payroll expenses and don't lay anyone off for two months, and they use the rest on things like rent and utilities, and they don't even have to give the money back. They don't have to pay the money back. So that could be a really welcome lifeline to them. There's been some hookups, hiccups in getting it going, which isn't surprising given the scope of the program. But hopefully that will keep some of these businesses on life support so they can be here in a couple of months when hopefully we go back to some new assemblance of normal. Yeah, and um, what if they don't normally spend uh, 75% on payroll uh, and, you know, they, they take this money and, some I mean, are they going to have to uh, fudge it and say, well, yeah, I gave 75% to payroll even though they need it for other things? 
I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to see. I mean, we still don't know. I mean, this this program went out so quickly. We still have to see how this is all going to be verified, how this is going to be enforced. Because, I mean, it, it, it does, I mean, as an economist, you always sort of are wary of any economic program that creates what we call distortions, which is the sort of like either you owe this money or you don't. So if you find a way of qualifying for a grant, then, you know, that's a huge liability off your books. So we'll definitely have to see how this is all enforced, how this is monitored, and what sort of incentives this creates for different small companies. You said a lot of them don't spend as much on payroll. So it is sort of a, a, a strange hurdle. We'll have to see how that works. Um, and how, there's the question that I have, on, and I see these people, uh, especially, and not just the government people, but, you know, uh, before you, uh, before we came to you, uh, before the commercial, I played a rant by um, uh, Don Lemon, who was whining about mm-hmm. the protesters out there and saying, you know, how dare you go out there and protest, and, you know, just because you want to get a haircut or play golf, and I, and I made note that his hair looked pretty good. Looked like he's been getting his hair, you know, his hair. He's been, mm-hmm. It's been a month, and he doesn't have his hair. Looks the same. So I'm guessing he's mm-hmm. been getting haircuts. But um, how many of the people responsible for the government programs that are even the ones that are in place and 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 now and may may be working a little bit? How many of them actually know anything about running a small business? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know sort of who's put input into this. I said, I think, you know, to to have very sort of firm restrictions on how money is spent definitely might uh, might not fully understand the complications of running a small business. Small business, you know, obviously includes a lot of different industries, a lot of different structures. I mean, it theoretically could be anyone with, with one employee to 500 employees. So, I mean, I do worry that sort of the terms of forgiveness might be a little rigid considering how different small businesses are. Um, I certainly think, you know, I hope people as well, I understand why a lot of people are frustrated and anxious to get back to work, particularly if it's a business their whole family has been running their whole, you know, for generations. I said, I hope people will be more sensitive to the stress people are feeling. Well, um, I mean, what what annoys me is when I see somebody like Bernie Sanders who couldn't run a popsicle stand and and never has, just Mm -hmm. declaring that everybody should make $15 an hour. And mm-hmm. and uh, everybody now should be guaranteed a paycheck for the next year, um, and and they 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 say this with with no um, knowledge whatsoever of what what goes into deciding how much a person's labor is worth to a to a business owner. Yeah, and it definitely would you know make it more difficult. I think there was an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal today saying you know how the current unemployment benefit because it's an extra six hundred dollars is now more than what he could pay his employees so i mean we'll have to see i mean i think there's justification for it now you actually want people not to be at work and uh, you know giving people that a little bit of extra but as we do go into starting to open businesses we'll have to certainly revisit what people are paid for unemployment so they still have an incentive to go back to work and what are the chances that that all this gets tangled up in red tape when the shutdown finally ends, if it ever does, and everybody has to show the government what they did with their money. I mean, that seems to me like a uh, that just shows all the promise of being a, a total bureaucratic nightmare. I mean, I'm not sure. Tape. I'm not sure. Is the government, I honestly don't know if the government is going to have to verify this or if the banks do. I mean, I don't know if that oh, makes okay. it any better, particularly... If the banks, I, I'm hearing that the banks, you know, were really sort of pressured. Initially, they only wanted to give extend loans to um, companies they had an existing banking relationship with, which kind of makes sense. I mean, they, they got a lot of flack for that, but you know, they're giving m- money to businesses. They want to be able to verify certain things, and um, so initially, they were going for companies they had a relationship with because that made that easier. But uh, then they were pressured to extend credit to sort of all other sorts of businesses they didn't know very well and extend that credit very quickly. So we'll see how hard it is for them to verify it. And, you know, so certainly the future of this program that went very quickly for good reasons. It was definitely needed uh, how it plays out. And what can be done for the businesses uh, that go through the Paycheck Protection Plan? You know, take that money, uh, throw it into their business and try to make it and then don't make it. What happens? I mean, they go out of business, but uh, if they, I mean, they're, at some point they just, they can't do it. They got to go out of business. But what, is there another plan if this doesn't work for them or are they done? Well, I mean, if they go out of business, they're done, um, yeah. I had, which, which, which is obviously terrible. 
and, you know, horrible for the business owner and for his employees. But I mean, at the same extent, I mean, the capital doesn't go nowhere. I mean, these are people who've been entrepreneurs, you know, for a long time. So, you know, hopefully maybe they'll try something else. Yeah. How long do you think a recovery will take uh, to get us uh, close to where we were two months ago? And what's what's a realistic? You know, I know everybody's trying to come up with a number uh, months <laughs> it's going to take, but it's a great question. I think it's the question everyone is worried is you know most worried about. If there's uh, or thinking about the most, I think you know it's still too certain to tell because we just have to know you know what is this virus going to look like? Can we will we have antiviral soon that will mean that we can go back to our lives? Because the sooner people can go back to work, the stronger recovery will be. And now I think there will be some pent up demand. Certainly, I mean, just imagine, you know, one business I don't worry about is sort of my hairdresser. I mean, they certainly are going to be in hot demand once mm-hmm. people are allowed to go there. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to Allison Schreger. She's a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute. Yeah, I guess there are some businesses that are more suited to just pick up where they left off. Um, but still, I mean, you said your hairdresser. If if, if you uh, if I don't know much about hairdressing, but it, but if mm-hmm. if I run a business and I'm a hairdresser and I have three or four people working in my shop, um, and I have to pay rent, are they being taken care of with all that stuff? Is the government uh, paying them enough money that they're going to be able to pay their rent and pay their employees with the with the paycheck plan? Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's a very generous program. I mean, you can, as I said. Um get up to two months salary as a set of potentially a government grant. So potentially, yeah, it is yeah, a very no, generous program. I, Obviously, it, it depends on the business. And then the, there's some uh, – President Trump is, is trying, and he's been saying, uh, at least in the last couple of days, he said even more about it, I think, um, that he wants to do a massive um, deregulation, cut lots of regulations to make it easier for businesses to come back. Um, what are some of the regulations he might get rid of that would help businesses to to get a jump start? That maybe that you know that they they they've been living under, but won't have to live under at least for the beginning of this recovery. Well, I mean, one regulation we're already seeing cut, which has been certainly welcome to a lot of economists, is different licensing rules that allows people to practice in different states. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're a hairdresser in you know Massachusetts. No, you can be a hairdresser in New York. And um, I, th- I, was, I mean, a lot of this is lifted more for sort of people in the medical field. But sort of something like that, as I said, you know, to allow labor to be more mobile would certainly be welcome. And um, you wrote a piece a while back, I noticed, uh, uh, for the City Journal about the, the gig workers in uh, California. I have a couple mm-hmm. minutes left. I just wanted to run this by you. Uh, um, they that didn't seem like a very good idea at the time. Does it seem like an even worse idea now with what we're going through, uh, making those people uh, almost illegal? Yeah, absolutely. Like Lyft drivers I and Uber. Yeah, I mean, as I said, especially if you have, like, as I said, like a restaurant that can't operate at full capacity, you know, people who might have worked at that restaurant as recovery happens is probably going to have to be creative and maybe work a couple different part-time jobs which gig work is a lot more suited to. So I think the more flexible the labor market is as we come out of recovery, the better. And, and what was it you, you hated about the, uh, the whole idea of, of uh, what, uh, what they were trying to do out there in California? So the, um, this, this was an AB5 where um, you had a lot of gig workers in California and the uh, government thought it would be better if they were made employees. So they had all the protections of being an employee, you know, health insurance, you know, all those protections. The problem is, is most people like to be gig workers because they value the flexibility. They want flexible work hours. uh, They want to work multiple jobs, you know, all these things that make gig work, gig work. And also it becomes cheaper to hire these people. It sort of goes both ways uh, and it's mutually beneficial. So I think that program that law is really misguided by sort of putting all those restrictions and making very rigid something that people value because it's flexible. And as you said, as we move out into this new normal and businesses are restricted to the extent they can operate, flexibility is going to be really critical. Allison, I'm out of time. I'm right up against it here. I really appreciate it. Allison Schrager of uh, City Journal, thank you very much, and the Manhattan Institute. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and we will be right back, and we're going to talk about uh, who, and I don't mean the who, the music group. We're going to talk about WHO. Stick around.
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Congress sprinting to approve a $483 billion coronavirus aid package. President Trump is urging swift passage this week. Delta Airlines, the biggest and most profitable U.S. airline, lost $534 million in the first quarter. Delta has warned that revenue during the April through June quarter, typically a period of much travel, will plummet by 90% compared with last year. It was Delta's first loss in almost five years. Tyson Foods suspending operations indefinitely at a large Iowa pork processing plant that has been blamed for fueling a coronavirus outbreak in that community. The plant handles about 4% of the U.S. pork processing capacity. Stocks closing higher. The Dow gained 456 points. The Nasdaq was up 232. The S&P ahead 62. This is SRN News. With all that's going on right now, the last thing you want to do is add to your stress. But credit card debt does that, doesn't it? Even though these are hard times and credit card debt can add up, you don't have to tackle it alone. Nonprofit Trinity Debt Management can help. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees, and drastically reduce your interest. You'll pay thousands less than you originally owed. It's not a loan. It's a way to become debt-free and possibly improve your credit score. So call Trinity and talk to a certified counselor. They'll explain their proven program to you with no pressure, just practical solutions and hope for tomorrow. Take away this added stress today and be there for your family. If you're ready to pay off credit cards in less time for less money, money then pick up the phone and call for a free no obligation debt analysis and become debt free for keeps if your debt has you down we should talk call 1-800-990-5496 that's 1-800-990-5496 we know this is only temporary we know it can't go on like this forever we have to keep focusing on the future and get through this thing day by day but when it ends The sun will come out. Jobs will start up again. The traffic jam we used to hate will come back. Thank God for cars. So many things we took for granted are going to be so special. We'll get through this because we have each other. And we have this radio station. AM 1250, The Answer. You could win $5,000 and bless an organization with $5,000 in your name when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Enter today for your chance to win at TheAnswerPGH.com slash kindness. The Allegheny Institute's research, education, and advocacy have steadfastly worked to defend taxpayers and businesses against the inefficiency and intrusiveness of ever-expanding, burdensome government since 1995. And this year, Greater Pittsburgh's trusted source for sound public policy analysis is celebrating its 25th anniversary. Join the fight today by making your tax-deductible contribution at AlleghenyInstitute.org. That's AlleghenyInstitute.org. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy & Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do, to protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. This is John Samick. I'm the owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. As we battle the coronavirus, Service Master follows all CDC guidelines for social interaction. Our mission is to protect your home and business. And the yellow van. This is John Samick. I'm the owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. We follow all CDC guidelines as we continue to provide essential services to homes and businesses, including fire and water damage restoration. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Just off 28, we've got a vehicle fire on Curtis Street near Davidson Street. 28, about a 38-minute trip in between 422 and East General Robinson Street. Parkway North, 12 minutes getting you from the Fort Pitt Bridge up to 79. Parkway West, quick five minutes from the tunnels to 79 on the outbound side. And on the HOV lanes, Parkway North, those are closed till further notice. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Plenty of 
Clouds tonight with a passing shower, low near 40. Cloudy tomorrow with rain in the afternoon and at night, high 58. Tomorrow night, rain, low 47. Morning showers for Friday, otherwise cloudy, breezy, and cool, high 59. Saturday, considerable cloudiness with occasional rain in the afternoon, high 62. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Brian May. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, the TV networks and uh, people in the entertainment industry have had to be creative during the Wuhan virus fiasco. Lots of remote telecasts with acts performing in their living rooms. Uh, Maybe you uh, saw the show called One World over the weekend. Lots of really talented people performed. They were all thrilled to be supporting the WHO. That's the World Health Organization. Uh, mainly because they're clueless. And James Hurston wrote about it at jamesherston.com. He joins us now. James, thanks for being here. Oh, it's great to be with you, John. How are you? Good. So um, that looked like a heartwarming event over the weekend, even though I didn't watch uh, 30 seconds of it. And I, I actually like some of the entertainers who were on there, but uh, I couldn't drag myself, I forced myself to watch it. But So what could be wrong with lots of stars trying to raise money Uh, for something uh, called the World Health Organization. Well, certainly, you know, this is America, and for those uh, who are not locked down, or even some that are stuck at at home, we still have some freedoms, and, you know, people are allowed to advocate for what they want to. And But celebrities have a lot of power. Uh, Celebrity endorsements, I mean, despite what people think, it's a multi-billion dollar business uh, getting celebrities to endorse product. And so when celebrities uh, perform, and particularly when you're talking about A-listers like uh, John Legend and Taylor Swift and Paul McCartney, Beyonce, all these people, um, it means something. It's like an endorsement. And we're talking about an organization, the World Health Organization, that was just defunded pending an investigation by the United States of America. So mere days later, these people decide uh, not only are they going to endorse the organization that was defunded pending an investigation, but they're actually going to perform a benefit ostensibly to get them money. Um, And by the way, this is a, um, an organization that the bulk of the money, the number one contributor in the world that keeps the World Health Organization going, you would think it would be China by the way the World Health Organization has behaved, but no, it's the United States. And the number two contributor to the World Health Organization, you might be surprised, is not a country. Uh, The number three is, but the number two contributor of money to the World Health Organization is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, um, which is why when Bill Gates goes to an event that's sponsored by the World Health Organization, he's treated like a head of state by them. And uh, the problem with the World Health Organization today, besides the fact that it is led by a man who is not a medical doctor for the first time, who is a Marxist, uh, who is part of a Marxist ruling uh, group in Ethiopia, and uh, his, under his leadership, his organization helped China to launder their image in the world and su- to suppress significant and important data about the origin of this virus that we're all battling. So... Um, for, but I, I believe that many of these people, I mean, I'm not sure that Taylor Swift is really all that swift. I mean, is she really paying attention to what's going on in the world? I'm not sure they really know. But as no. a matter of fact, it, it wasn't just the musical performers. The hosts of this thing were all three mm-hmm. late night hosts from the major broadcast networks. Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Kimmel. Now, these people were all making appearances virtually from their home, um, in many cases from their home studio. But, uh, and they raised really a pittance. It was, when you consider the World Health Organization's budget, it, they only raised uh, $128 million. But the thing that's important 
is that I think part of the motivation, and it was co-sponsored by a group called Global Citizen, and that group is clearly not a fan of President Trump. I think part of the motivation is what we see all over the entertainment business, and that's Trump hatred. And, I, you know, because President Trump uh, was the president that cut off this funding to the World Health Organization, I think some of these celebrities uh, felt an extra incentive to go out there and, and play the concert. And uh, do you have a background in entertainment yourself? I do. Uh, I'm First of all, my, I've made a living for many years uh, as a musician and as an entertainment lawyer. And so I work in Hollywood in the entertainment business. And I used to, uh, many years ago, I toured with the Temptations as a musician. Um, you know, it's, it's getting to the point when I say the Temptations, I have to remind <laughs> people that it's, they're the ones that played my girl because there's yeah. so many people that, you know, especially younger people, it kind of goes over their head. But You don't have to remind but, me. I'm old enough, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you yeah. know, this this uh, marquee at this concert had a little bit for everyone because in addition mm -hmm. to having people like Beyonce, John Legend, Taylor Swift, they had the Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, Elton John. So there's a little everything. Um, yeah. But, you know, so that's a great lineup. And I'm not saying, I mean, I love some of the music, of course, but I hate to see people go against the policy of the country and in many cases not knowing who's running this and what um, this organization has done acting essentially as if they're uh, an adjunct of the Chinese government. And it's, uh, it's almost embarrassing the numbers that came out of the World Health Organization and the rhetoric that came out and the timing, of course, of those numbers and rhetoric. Remember, it was the World Health Organization that scared, literally scared the entire world yeah. by saying that this coronavirus had a mortality rate of 3.4%, which is a very high death rate. Oh, and that number billions. has just, yeah, I mean, it's fallen totally to pieces. And the, and the mortality rate, as many people get data instead of models, they're finding out that it's more in line with what Dr. Fauci wrote in a New England Journal of Medicine article. He said it was like a severe flu. Um, that was him saying that, by the way. I know you're not supposed to say. Right. I don't know if, if there is such a thing as the flu anymore because no, so you... few people talk about the flu. Right. But um, in any case, modeling the word modeling is really projections or educated guesses. And now what we're getting is data, which looks backwards. And I think that's, that's far more compelling. And that's why the numbers are changing and policies ought to change too. Well, the, the three late night hosts you mentioned who, who uh, were hosting the show, that was an automatic no watch for me. As soon as I saw they were hosting it, they could have had the, uh, Beatles, including uh, John Lennon uh, and, and George Harrison, <laughs> making comebacks. I still wouldn't have watched with those three on. But but how much more enthusiastic do you think everybody did get for the uh, WHO just because of the president's decision, and then that was enough for them? In other words, if he hates it, I like it. Oh, unfortunately, look, we've seen this sort of thing. It's, it reminds me, when you mentioned that he hates it, I like it, I immediately think of, hydroxychloroquine, which yep. mm -hmm. is this drug. And it, it now, just because the president talked about it, um, the mainstream press is going out of their way to actually disparage the drug, which has been used for decades very successfully uh, for malaria, for people with lupus, people with rheumatoid arthritis. And the anecdotal data is just, piling up that this drug is helpful, uh, including some celebrities, as a matter of fact. And it's just, um, I mean, it is, it is, you know, people talk about Trump derangement syndrome as a disease, but it's clear that the media gets triggered into um, 
reporting things and on a an agenda driven uh, spate of news stories, uh, it, and, and they go out of their way to find these obscure studies that have said that hydroxychloroquine is is dangerous and you shouldn't take it. And and they found this story in Arizona where somebody took a parasite-killing poison that it, it says on the bottle should never be for human consumption. It was for aquariums to be put. It was an aquarium additive that somebody took, and they reported it as if it was hydroxychloroquine because right. it had as an ingredient chloroquine. Um, and this, this kind of distorted reporting. So, yes, I do believe that because the president decided that the WHO ought to be investigated and that we should stop funding them while they're being investigated, immediately a whole group of people uh, went out and hugged the WHO. I mean, Lady Gaga, uh, which, you know, who is not, uh, you know, an authority on public health, but it doesn't matter because she has a massive social media following and her endorsement power is real, um, called the head of the WHO, who is often, his first name is used, they call him Dr. Tedros, because he, his name involves uh, three words. Um, that The last two are very difficult to pronounce, so he's called Dr. Tedros, but she called I him don't a even try, yeah. superhero, a superhero. Mm-hmm. We should say, I mean, it's like, let's go out of our way to say that this Marxist toady for the communist Chinese government is is actually a Marvel comic superhero. I wonder how, if, if anybody, does anybody, <clears throat> after Lady Gaga says that this guy's a superhero, is there not anybody around who says, uh, hey, lady, uh, uh, just, just for, uh, you know, in case you didn't know, this guy did X, Y, and Z, and uh, I don't know. It might not be a good idea for you to, you know, refer to this guy as a superhero. I mean, isn't there anybody with a brain who 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 sees the stupidity of that and and can you tell? Know, are, are they that insulated? Well, typically, you know, celebrities are surrounded by an entourage. I don't know for certain that Lady Gaga is. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the uh, problems uh, with the famous is it, they're surrounded by people who tell them that every idea that emanates from their lips is genius. It's genius, Lady Gaga. And right. so that kind of thing. So, yeah, they, to some extent, they're insulated. And the other thing, of course, is that the far left and people accuse people right of center of doing this. But, you know, they're only going to. Uh, read or watch or listen to um, news sources that confirm their suspicions. And so, you know, they're not going to hear about Dr. Tedros, that he's not a medical doctor, that he's a Marxist, and that he's uh, basically an apparatchik for the Chinese communists. You know, Rachel Maddow's not going to report that. So those that actually do pay attention to anything probably won't hear. And then for the most part, we're talking about a group of people where, whose stock in trade is based on emotional expression. And so for them to use logic and critical thinking kind of goes against their normal uh, vocation. Interestingly, this One World concert was co-sponsored by a group, an advocacy group called the Global Citizen. And, you know, yep. even by the name, just by saying that name, Global Citizen, you realize this is a group of people that don't subscribe to American exceptionality. Yeah, and I, and I was going to ask you about that, James. I only have about a minute left. The, 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 and you, you've been around these people and written a book called Hollywood Nation, and, and I only have about a minute, as I said. But you, you have written and been dealing with people from uh, the entertainment world for a long time. Does does the uh, the fact that a does a does an organization just have to put the word global or world in in the name to get these people to fall in love with it? Well, certainly that helps because the idea of being a global citizen is really comforting to those that hate America or hate the foundational principles of America, which obviously the left has expressed. 
I mean, we see them tearing down statues and wanting to destroy traditional institutions right and left. And so the idea of being a global citizen and saying, look, uh, America's not special. Uh, as a matter of fact, Barack Obama, former President Obama, said much uh, similar statements. The idea of a global citizen incorporates this idea of open borders, for example. If you're a global yeah. citizen, then yeah, who I needs suppose... Yeah. yeah, I mean, just anyone who happens to occupy space here as a global citizen has all the rights of a global citizen. Um, but those rights, unfortunately, uh, don't, as in American jurisprudence, come from the creator of the universe and inherent right. based on limited government. Those rights emanate from an international organization, which the WHO is affiliated with, the United Nations. Yep, it's stupid beyond words. James Herson, uh, the book you wrote, Hollywood Nation, I didn't read it, but it sounds very interesting. Uh, and uh, you can be found at James Herson, dot com. your writings. I appreciate you being here. Thanks. Thanks so much, John. Great to be with you. Okay, we'll do it again sometime, and that's James Herson, and we will be right back. Worried about deductibles and co-pays, dental or vision? How about elective procedures? Marley Financial has got you covered. This is John Steigerwald. Marley Financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health-related, anything, co-pays and deductibles, any prescription, even elective procedures. Marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. There's even a company matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784-884-1496. Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace at MarleyFG.com. As a business owner, you're in a difficult position today. Stay-at-home regulations, social distancing, and in some cases, extreme limitations on our individual liberties have caused small and medium businesses to question whether marketing during this time is the right thing to do. You're asking a lot of questions, and you're getting few, if any, answers. Salem Surround is here to help business owners during these challenging times. We're sponsoring free webinars April 22nd and 24th, featuring nationally known marketing and advertising experts, Burrell & Associates. Named in the top 2% of worldwide consultants by Gerson Lehrman Group, they'll discuss how to manage marketing in times of crisis and examples of how some businesses actually thrive in difficult times. Attend virtually to hear some factual data on what you can do to keep your business top of mind, relevant, and vital to customers today. Two free seminars are offered each day, April 22nd or 24th, and limited space is available. For times and to sign up, go to SalemSurround.com. SalemSurround.com. It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorka here, inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel, December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Register today at sebgorka.com. On the Stand with Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Visit sebgorka.com and click on the Israel banner. That's sebgorka.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A.com. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. 
If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. A couple of sports uh, things here before we go. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think he's kind of a, a liberal guy, and uh, I've, I've read a lot of things that he's said that I'm not that crazy about. But I'll give him credit for this. Uh, this is what he's saying about uh, what other celebrities, athletes, famous people have been saying during the pandemic. He says, one thing that I haven't done or will not do is be one of those celebs who's telling you how difficult it is or stay in your home stuff from a mansion. What I do know is that my friends who are small business owners are really hurting. There's real people hurting, so I'm not going to sit here in my privilege and tell people from my ivory tower to do this or do that. How about that? Somebody here to send that to Don Lemon, who almost cried on TV last night because people were protesting against the lockdown. The other little sports item, uh, I, I got wind. I'm not sure if it, I saw it officially, but someone said that the uh, um, a lot of uh, July 4th celebrations have already been canceled which doesn't surprise me. That's only, that's what, a, a month and a half away. Um, it's not hard to you know, understand why that would happen. But here's the thing. That's July 4th. Um, the Steelers are supposed to play in the Hall of Fame game in Canton on August 6th. Now, does anybody think that if they are already canceling uh, Independence Day celebrations that involve crowds, that a month later, the Steelers and uh, and the Cowboys are going to play in a stadium, even though it's a small stadium in Canton, twenty thousand people or something like that. Does anybody really think that there are going to be football a foot? There's going to be a football game played in Canton, Ohio, a month after all the July Fourth uh, celebrations were canceled. I wouldn't be looking forward to football in the fall, uh, at least not starting on time. It just doesn't seem to make any sense to me at all. But uh, I guess we're going to find out. It's a new world and. Uh, just, I, I wouldn't count on seeing too many sports too soon. I'll talk to you tomorrow. We're going to have uh, Heather McDonald on tomorrow, one of my favorite guests. She'll be on at 5.15, I think. I'll talk to you then. Bye. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.